Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. Today's podcast is a little bit different because it's connected to the one I did about hedgehogs a couple of days ago. I promised to talk you through that reading because of how important it was in terms of the vocabulary that it contained. It's taken from Vocabulary for IELTS by Pauline Cullen. And I think she does what I do. She chooses texts, texts which are absolutely jam-packed with really useful, relevant uh, vocabulary for IELTS. And I'm going to take a photo of this text and put it on my Instagram stories because you can see I've highlighted there's almost a word in each sentence that you really truly need to know um, if you're ever going to make progress in reading. In my 28-day uh, planner, I have a kind of five words a day that you should know. And this basically is related to the same idea that the more you know about these key concepts, not just the vocabulary, but the concepts and the issues behind them, then the faster you will read because you'll totally understand immediately what they're talking about. And even yesterday I did another practice test with my real live class and they said, but this was in the other reading. And I, and I said, yes, it was. It was exactly the same topic. Um, foraging, which is the thing we're going to talk about today, about hedgehogs. Anyway, it, yes, these words, you might think you're studying like a O-level in geography or social sciences or something, but basically that's what you need to do. It's not just a question of reading skills. I'm sorry, but it's not. It's not just a question of skimming and scanning and finding words with capital letters easily. That is a small part of it and that will help you. But the thing that will help you most is understanding the key issues that IELTS talks about all the time. And on my planner, I've divided those into four areas. So there's the environment, there's the man-made environment, there's life and society, and then research and technology in the future. Um, so it's very important that you, you do spend, if you're following my planner, a day looking at that vocabulary. Um, I can't do it for you. You've got to go away, try and understand those words. What do they mean? Why are they important? How do they connect to each other? Which is why I use my mind maps. Um, and as soon as you start doing that, you'll start to see the same things coming up again and again in IELTS and you'll start to understand them much better. And that goes for the listening as well, not just the reading. So this one is all about hedgehogs. And we talked about, um, you know, it's about their background, their species, their habits, um, their status and how endangered they are, um, ways of controlling them, ways of protecting them, things like that. And this is why so many topics come up in this reading. Uh, so what I'm going to do is actually read a sentence with a word that I think is important from that sentence and talk about its significance in terms of IELTS. 
So it starts off with um, a housing development in Norwich in England. Okay, so the whole topic about housing and development is related to um, urban sprawl, meaning cities are increasing in size, the countryside is being taken over, um, animals and wildlife are losing their habitats and many of them are becoming endangered because of this. It also has further implications. Uh, you might be experiencing it wherever you live. I certainly am, because as soon as you start building more houses, then that means more traffic, more pollution and um, more stress, I guess. More people crowded into a small place which was only ever built to have um, a small community. So that huge topic in IELTS comes up in the first sentence here, the sentence about housing development. Um, it says that um, all through the gardens and fences, now believe it or not, fences um, came up in my listening yesterday. It does come up. I don't know why, but they like it. So fences are the wooden kind of barriers that you build in between the gardens. Um, and so it talks about the fences between the gardens and that's where the hedgehogs like to um, go to find food in, in the night, of course. They are nocturnal animals. This word nocturnal meaning they prefer to be active and hunt for food at night like foxes and bats and owls for example and the opposite would be diurnal um, people or animals who are active during the day. Another adjective to describe the hedgehog is that it is considered to be a solitary animal so solitary meaning it prefers to be alone. It also says here in line three that it's an ancient creature. Ancient comes up again and again. Ancient meaning very, very old. So this development um, has been building houses that will help or enable the hedgehogs to thrive, to do well uh, rather than suffer. And it's a paradise, according the, to the chief executive of the British Hedgehog Preservation Society. Preservation, of course, wanting to preserve um, wildlife and buildings. Um, as for the developers, the developers are the people who build the houses. So where I live, these developers are the people we usually blame for just building houses everywhere. It's probably not their fault, it's probably the government's fault, but anyway. The developers think this will attract people because of the consideration and thought that they've put into these houses and because people love hedgehogs. There are other reasons why people love hedgehogs and it says because they are very good for gardens. They eat vast numbers of slugs, vast meaning huge, massive, enormous, um, colossal uh, are synonyms you see in IELTS, vast numbers of slugs. Slugs are the, well, the creatures, the insects that are pests, garden pests, because they eat the stuff that we want to grow. Pests is a key word. 
Um, any animal that is causing a problem could be caused a pest, called a pest or a nuisance. Um, and then this brings up the whole topic of how we deal with pests, the topic of um, pesticides or chemicals that kill pests, but also kill beneficial insects, or the question of how you can find a natural predator to actually eat the slugs rather than using chemicals. We'll talk about natural predators later in the text. So the uh, hedgehogs eat vast numbers of slugs as they forage, F-O-R-A-G-E, forage look, means look for food in the vegetation, meaning the the plants at night. Okay, so it goes on to talk a bit more about characteristics of hedgehogs. They apply saliva to their entire bodies. Saliva meaning spit comes up later as a secretion. It's one of the questions. Ah, no, it doesn't. This was in my listening again yesterday. Yesterday there was a, no, it was a reading about secretion and secrete which is exactly what we've got here. We've got saliva or spit that they put over their bodies. They chew toxic toad skins. Toxic meaning poisonous or venomous. And this might have helped them in their evolution. Evolution, of course, the development of animals through time. It is one of the most primitive mammals on the planet. Primitive, um, well, opposite would be sophisticated or advanced. Uh, primitive comes up quite a lot um, as an opposite to sophisticated or advanced, like a primitive tool, for example, meaning a simple tool, but it also has this idea that it's, it's very, very old. Uh, and it's been helping geneticists understand evolutionary relationships among mammals. So geneticists are people who study genetics or genes, meaning DNA, and it helps them understand evolution, the evolutionary relationships between animals. And they've worked out that um, they are not related to marsupials, keyword, for example, animals like kangaroos, which are only found in Australia. Well, not only, but mostly. Um, and this has helped them work out what happens when there are fetal heart problems. Uh, fetal meaning the fetus, the, the baby in the womb because they trace the evolutionary steps from primitive mammals. So it's important for science. Then it goes on to talk about their, where they live and their living habits. It says some hibernate through cold winters in the north. Hibernate meaning they go to sleep until the spring comes. Wouldn't it be nice if we could all do that? Others tolerate desert heat. So tolerate is a key word, means they withstand, they survive um, tough conditions. The adjective is tolerant and the noun tolerance. We talk about um, pests becoming tolerant 
uh, or resistant to certain pesticides. So we need to know that word tolerant means to become stronger, to withstand um, problems or difficulties. Desert heat, of course, near the equator. Some hedgehogs live in urban areas, urban meaning city, not rural, meaning the countryside, and they adapt well to living near humans. They adapt this question of adaptation, how animals adapt to their surroundings. Others live in areas which are very remote, remote, far away, isolated. We've talked about that in the other listenings we did about um, migration and living on uninhabited islands, for example. They detect others by their scent, S-C-E-N-T. So scent comes up a lot. Odour would be a synonym, O-D-O-U-R, and smell, of course. Um, they, they fight with rival males and they meet primarily mostly to mate, so to breed, to have children, to reproduce. Paragraph E, what do they eat? Well, we know that they eat these slugs, but they also eat small rodents. Rodents are things like mice. Um, but when they become domesticated, so if hedgehogs are rescued, for example, and they become domesticated or pets, then they get gum disease because they don't have such a varied diet, varied meaning lots of different types of food, and the shells from the insects clean the hedgehog's teeth. Other ways that hedgehogs have survived so long is that they have a defence mechanism, a way to protect themselves, to defend themselves. So as we know, they roll into a ball and in that way they protect their vulnerable parts. Vulnerable meaning um, able to be harmed or easily harmed. This is a key word, vulnerable, vulnerability. Um, any threat can make them roll up. Threat is a danger. Verb to threaten, to endanger. And that comes up a lot when we talk about animals which are threatened with extinction, for example. What are the threats to animals like um, elephants or rhinos? Um, so we know that they chew substances laden with toxins. Toxins are poisons. So toxins, venomous, poisonous, all of those things. And this is unusual, maybe unique for a vertebrate. Vertebrate is an animal with a spine. Opposite is an invertebrate. And then they apply this saliva to their entire bodies and that makes... Um, a kind causes a kind of irritation. So, even though they've survived a long time, many thousands of them die on the roads in Europe as they go about their nightly business. Other threats to the hedgehog? Well, they mention intensive farming. This comes up a lot, doesn't it? If you look at my agriculture mind map. Intensive farming is usually, um, well, 
what it says when you farm maybe just one product, um, one crop, I mean, like uh, monocrops, for example, and because they're just focusing on that crop, there's no variety or species diversity, so um, lack of food, things like that, and pesticides, of course, which kill um, insects and therefore reduce the amount of food that is available to the hedgehogs. And roadkill has taken its toll on hedgehog populations. So this word taken its toll has had a negative effect. It's an important word because we're always talking about the positive and negative impact of various issues. So this has taken its toll, T-O-L-L, on hedgehog populations. To help combat the decline, combat again, to stop or prevent or fight or tackle the decline, the drop or the fall in numbers, um, British people have established clinics for hedgehogs and they've persuaded McDonald's to alter the packaging, to alter, to change, to modify. The packaging is a synonym for the plastic wrapper of the McFlurry ice cream container, which had been trapping foraging hedgehogs. So foraging there again, hedgehogs which were looking for food. Now, the final paragraph says how ironic it is that these animals, hedgehogs, used to be considered as vermin. Vermin meaning a pest, a nuisance like rats, something you want to kill, eradicate, eliminate, wipe out, get rid of. Um, and they were killing two, £10,000 a year, thinking that they were bird egg-eating pests. And, and this has happened again. Because in the 1970s, there were some islands near Scotland called the Hebrides, which were having a problem with garden slugs. And they wanted a way to combat, again, combat, to fight or uh, yeah, tackle the problem of garden slugs. So hedgehogs were introduced, that key word, they were introduced. They were not native to that island. So an introduced species is the opposite of uh, a native species and it brings with it all kinds of problems as we've seen in the Australia readings and listenings with the cane toad, for example. It had no natural enemies or predators, so there was nothing that would eat the hedgehogs. So they uh, expanded, they increased in their population. Some, and then, of course, they started eating the eggs of these rare birds, so they became a pest. Efforts to cull the animals, C-U-L-L, have upset Britain's conservationists. To cull is often a solution for problematic animals, but people usually object to the culls. For example, in the UK at the moment, there's a terrible badger cull so they're killing badgers to reduce their numbers and uh, to try and stop the spread of tuberculosis among cattle or cows and there are often seal culls I believe because the seals eat the fish 
So, of course, it upsets conservationists, people who try to conserve and protect animals and wildlife and the countryside. And they have countered with strategies to relocate the animals, to relocate, to put them in a different place. Wouldn't that be marvellous? Because in in my town, hedgehogs are uh, dying out, really. So if only they had a surplus somewhere else and brought them here, would it help? I don't know. All right, so that was the whole text And it was an excellent text. Thank you to Pauline Cullen for choosing that for us. Um, I'm just going to have a quick look now at the questions and run through a few uh, connections here. So the the questions talk about the different habitats. Important word, habitat loss, of course, is when animals lose their place where they naturally live, like orangutans in Indonesia, in I think in Borneo, um, keeping hedgehogs as pets, as we said before, P-E-T-S, or domesticated animals. Uh, the findings from the research, findings is a good word, the results of the research. Um, then they talk about chewing poisonous skins, poisonous, venomous, and imposing fines for littering. Again, this is often a suggestion you could use in task two, that we should impose fines for littering, littering, throwing rubbish. And then it's got a synonym for modify or alter the container or the packaging for the fast food chain, which is McDonald's. Uh, Then it talks about hedgehogs pose a threat to other wildlife pose a threat means they are a danger to other wildlife um, that they could be a natural predator so again instead of using chemicals we could use animals like um, using a cat to catch mice would be a natural predator and the numbers are declining declining meaning of course falling finally it mentions a native predator that they should introduce a native predator, so a predator which would kill the hedgehogs naturally um, and move the hedgehogs elsewhere, which is a synonym for relocate. All right, so that is it. Well done if you made it to the end. I just had to include that because I thought it was so important and I have to emphasise again that this is what you have to be doing if you're preparing seriously for IELTS and you're aiming for anything above a seven. You have to know what on earth they are talking about when they talk about introduced um, native invasive species predators, um, things like that. You just there's no avoiding it. You will get something about that. And as I said before, If you can just focus on the words that I put in my 28-day planner, then that will get you off to a good start. If you join the Academy, each day of the planner has a series of different exercises, including reading, listening, writing and speaking, to recycle and review um, the 10, basically 10 
items of vocabulary that I choose for each day. And each day also has a glossary with the definitions. And I'm working on making a video and exercises, but you've got enough there to keep you going as it is, I think. All right. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. If you had the test today, I hope it went well. Let me know. Let me know if you've got any requests or anything else you'd like to talk about, you'd like me to talk about on the podcasts. Okay. Bye for now. Bye bye.